What's up? What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I am your host. I am Caitlin Kenna. And I come to you today uh, with a little bit of a story, a little bit of something that I experienced yesterday that the more that I thought about it, the more it became a really good analogy for life with a couple of lessons that I know it helped me. So I know it's going to help you guys out. Um, and that's really where the direction that I want to take this podcast. And I, I don't want to just be teaching you just things. I want to be relating them into my life so that it can relate to your life. And you can actually take action on these things that I'm telling you. Uh, that way they can actually create an impact to help you live the best version of your life. So getting right into it, I'll give you a little bit of background. So. If you listened to yesterday's podcast, then you know that Stone and I just moved down here to Crestview, Florida. So we're right on the panhandle of Florida. And one of the biggest things that, you know, I kind of knew about Florida, but I didn't really anticipate how how bad it would be, is the heat. It's fucking hot. And it's not just, it's not just fucking hot. It's like, I can't breathe. I feel like I'm underwater drowning in humidity. My skin is on fire every time I go outside to run. I'm dying in my garage working out. It's a kind of heat that I never have experienced. I've worked out in Texas. I've worked out in North Carolina. Uh, But something about Florida, this shit is crazy. And the craziest part is that apparently over the last week, uh, we've been uh, going through a little bit of a heat wave. So it's even worse than it normally would be. So that's the background on the whole story. Now, I'm on day, I want to say 12, I could be wrong, it might be day 11. I'm on day 12 of phase one of my second year of the Live Hard program. So what that looks like is I have to, or I get to, do two 45-minute workouts a day. One of them must be outdoors. It doesn't matter if it's a billion degrees out, it doesn't matter if it's pouring rain and a tornado. All that matters is that you're outside putting in the work, overcoming your own bullshit excuses to why you can't do it. And for those of you who have done the Live Hard program or have done any sort of uh, part of the phases or 75 hard, then you know how badass you feel after finishing one of your outdoor workouts when it's pouring rain or when it's really hot or when it's freezing cold or when it's a blizzard. It just gives you this sense of confidence that you cannot be stopped. And then it gets you thinking, well, what more can I do? Which is one of the biggest aspects of the Live Hard program that I have come to love. There really is no better feeling than feeling unstoppable. But, so the reason I say that is because Yesterday, when I got up and I was ready to do my outdoor workout, it was about, it was a little later than I wanted it to be. It was, it was like 10 a.m. And it was hot. And I went outside. It didn't feel that bad because I was just in a freezing cold house because we keep our house fucking cold. Um, so it was freezing inside. And I get outside and I feel the sun and I'm like, oh, this kind of feels good, you know? I start running and immediately I knew that this was going to be brutal. Um, I wasn't even 400 meters into the run and I knew it was going to be brutal. So that's when you know that it is going to be a tough one. But again, I like to shift my perspective in these moments because it's really easy for us to kind of start to feel sorry for ourselves. Like, ah, it's, it's really hot. Um, I'm not going to have the best workout. 
or you can make the decision to shift your perspective and it's not easy, but to shift your perspective and think, okay, yeah, this isn't going to be easy, but it's not supposed to be. And this is going to make me stronger and this is going to make me better for the future. Uh, because I know that, for example, when I start competing in CrossFit, which is coming soon, by the way, when I start competing and I'm faced with conditions that are not ideal, for example, extremely hot conditions, then I'm going to be able to handle it more than somebody else who wasn't preparing the way that I was and was making the excuse to not run outside when it was this hot. Now, is it dangerous? Possibly. Um, but that's another discussion. Let's not talk. I'm not recommending you guys go and run four miles in the scolding heat. Um, preparation is key with hydration, with fluids and things like that. But, you know, when I started running in my head, I was thinking, okay, I'll go with like three or four miles. Um, but then in that moment, when I realized how brutal it would be, I immediately said, nope, you're going four. You're going four. So I committed to four miles and I felt pretty good. I felt okay, as good as I could feel for how hot it was. Um, my mile times were pretty basic to what they usually are. Um, but around like the two and a half, somewhere between two and a half miles and three miles, I started feeling the impact of the heat a little bit more. And what that looked like was I started cramping. I started cramping really bad. And it, it wasn't so bad to the point where I slowed down significantly, but it was, it was bad to the point where I was like, all right, I'm just going to get through this last mile. And in my head, I passed, um, you know, the road that goes back to our house. And in order for me to hit four miles, I would have to go past that road and go a little bit further, turn around and come back. And I really wanted to turn down that road, but kept tunnel vision, kept moving forward. Okay. And that's kind of where we start getting into the lesson here. Uh, because in that moment where I could have made the choice to turn down the road and call it easy or, or call it early uh, and walk for the remainder of the 45 minutes because I was already in a lot of pain, you know, those are the moments that really define us because I had a choice. I could go and keep that commitment that I made to myself or I could stop early. But what I just focused on is keeping the commitment that I made to myself. And even if I was going to have to physically crawl to the end of that four miles, I was going to finish four miles. I don't care. Okay. And I got like 500 to 400 meters left when I came back around and I turned down the road and I was struggling. I had one of those stitches in your side where you just, no matter what you're doing, it's really hard to just move. So I was really jogging, really jogging slow, uh, but I kept going until the end. And there's a couple of lessons that I've identified here. And a lot of those lessons stem from, you know, what are you going to do when shit gets real, when shit gets hard, when obstacles arise? Because in life, just like on this run or on any run, you're going you're at a good pace, you feel pretty good, you know, you're taking things in, you're cruising, and then all of a sudden, things go wrong. You know, you get hit with this obstacle that you didn't anticipate, or you get hit with this cramp that you didn't anticipate. And it might be smooth sailing, 
but eventually in life you will get hit with an obstacle there will be tough times there will be testing moments but really what matters in that moment and what's going to define you and who you truly are is how you react and how you respond in the face of adversity it's really easy to show up and do your best on the days where it's bright sunny perfect conditions but when the hurricane comes and when there's a tornado outside are you going to keep the standards and keep that commitment that you made to yourself or are you going to lower those standards based upon the circumstances around you because what you do in that moment is going to define who you become and the life that you live so what you have to do in those moments is you have to be aware and you have to keep moving it doesn't matter if you're crawling if you're walking if you're jogging as slow as fucking possible, just keep moving one foot in front of the other, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. There are going to be a lot of days where you literally feel like you are moving one small baby step forward at a time. But the only thing that matters is that you're moving forward because the second that you stop, there is no momentum. You don't keep going a little bit. You stop and you start going backwards. Because in life, you're not going, you're not staying the same in life. You're going forward or you're going backwards. And what you have to do in this situation when shit gets real is you have to lean into the resistance. Because on the other side of that pain, on the other side of that struggle, on the other side of that trauma is the best version of yourself. And you cannot get there unless you keep going. So that's the first lesson lean into the resistance because those struggles were put there for a reason and those struggles even though we don't know why they're happening in the moment they are happening for a reason to help prepare us to get over other things that we will face in life and to make you more prepared and more strong to face obstacles the second lesson guys is preparation preparation really is crucial not just with running, but with life. For example, if I prepared a little bit better and I actually hydrated myself and maybe had some electrolytes before I went on this run and focused on my sodium intake, maybe had a little bit of a carbohydrate-dense meal before I went, I probably wouldn't have had as bad of a cramp as I did. And this is true in life, that when you focus on the things that you can control and you prepare for the craziness, you're going to be in a lot better of a spot when shit hits the fan. For example, I can't control the heat. I can't control the weather, but I can control how I respond to it, how I prepare for it. Like I said earlier, I could have hydrated. I could have had more electrolytes, sodium, focused on those things. And that would have prepared me as best as possible to face the obstacle that I was about to endure. Now, if you go through life and you don't even think about the preparation behind facing different obstacles or different crazy things that could pop up in your day, then you're setting yourself up to just kind of cruise and guess through life, which is never the best approach. So, you know, when shit like this does happen, because it always will and we always will fail, you have to make the choice to learn and grow from that failure because failure is not optional. But learning from that failure is optional. And some people don't make that option. They don't make that choice to learn from their failure. They just fail and think that, well, 
Maybe it's not for me and they never try again and they never adapt and they keep doing the same damn thing over and over and over again, trying to anticipate a different result when that's literally the definition of insanity. So what you have to do is you have to accept responsibility for your mistakes, for that failure, learn from it, grow from each experience and don't make the same mistake twice. So what I know moving forward is when I look at the weather and I know that it's gonna be over 100 degrees with the heat index and I'm in Florida, then I know, hey, I should probably have some water before I go on this run or more than anything, I should probably have some electrolytes and sodium before I go on this run to prevent cramping. Maybe I should take some salt tabs with me. Maybe I should have a little bit of a pre-run meal just to make sure that I'm fueled properly. These are things that I can take away from that experience and learn and grow from. So it's the same thing with your life. When shit happens and you feel like you failed, whether it be with work, family, workout, life, whatever it is, you make the decision to grow from that experience and make sure that you don't make that same mistake again and prepare for the craziness. That's something that I tell my clients all the time. When it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fitness, you may have the absolute most beautiful, perfect plan heading into a day. Maybe you pre-tracked all your macros, you're gonna hit your protein, your calories, your carbs, your fats, you have perfect numbers, you have your water planned out for the day, you scheduled your workout, you're getting in your additional movement, and then all of a sudden, a meeting pops up at work, and you're not able to get to your next meal, and you're not able to do the workout at the time that you allotted for. So what are you gonna do in that moment? You have to prepare for the craziness. Do you have a backup plan? Or are you just gonna kinda go with the swing of things and blame the circumstances on why you weren't able to get your shit done? Because that's never gonna lead to your goals. So, you know, really the, the, the biggest lessons here, guys, and I'll, I'll kind of summarize it all, is you gotta lean into the resistance. When things get hard, you have to keep moving. Because that experience is gonna teach you a lot more, not just about what you're capable of, but what you're able to do in life. Okay. The second thing is preparation is key when it comes to success. Planning for the craziness, focusing on the things that you can control, and when you do fail, accept the responsibility and grow from that failure. Fail forward. But, you know, this kind of all ties into the reason why I love running the most. You know, I don't run because I want to be a better runner. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to be faster. But the reason why I run is, you know, it, yeah, it helps me with CrossFit a little bit, but I love to run for the mental aspect. It's literally you and nothing else. There's nowhere to hide. You're running. It's painful. It hurts. It's mentally exhausting. But it's beautiful because of the lessons that you learn and you really learn how much you can push yourself. So if you've never been on a run, or if you haven't been on a run in a while, I challenge you to go outside your comfort zone and run a little bit further than you've ever run before and see what you're capable of. But guys, that's all that I have for you today. And it's perfect timing because Stone's freaking loud ass Bronco is pulling into the driveway and the mic is gonna pick all of that up. I'm sure you can hear it in the background, but guys, I'm gonna let you go. And please do me a favor. If you learned anything from this podcast, if you found value here, please share it with at least one person so we can impact the world on a bigger level. Go out today and do one thing that's gonna take you one step closer to where you wanna be.